What is up, uh, Fireflower gals, Tanuki flying guys? This is the Nintendo Fever podcast, the podcast that will cool that fever that all you have for Nintendo things and even more things about video games and such uh, parties and things have you. Uh, we are a weekly show now on YouTube every single Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Uh, we are going to be talking about all sorts of fun stuff. I'm Matt, the uh, much un not understanding of Mario Party genius that I am. And my partner, as always, is here with me, Holly. How are you doing this week, Holly? Doing really good. Uh, the load has been lessened in terms of schoolwork this week. So I'm getting to the end of this week, and there's, like, so little that I have to do that it's it's bliss. Awesome. This is going to be a great weekend. Uh, Blind Hostility just said, ah, oh, you're live. Yes, we are. I'm glad you can hear us at the beginning of the show. Wasn't it last show where uh, we weren't? We, we thought we were live? We were talking for like five minutes or something like that, and it mm -hmm. turns out we weren't. Uh, he already. I like how. Thank you so much, by the way, uh, uh, Blind Hostility, for like checking on us. Just like, are you guys live? Because you're not live yet. It's like, okay, thank you. We appreciate. <laughs> we appreciate that it. That is so helpful. It really, legitimately is. I am by no means like poke, poking fun in any way. Like I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I'm sincerely thankful uh, to have somebody that cares that much about the show. So, uh, yes, we are uh, a show that's going to talk about Nintendo stuff. We're going to be talking about all sorts of things. We're going to talk about recent swag, what we've been playing. Uh, we're also going to be talking about Japanese influence inside of video game culture. This is going to be interesting because there's a lot of games, a game that recently just came out, that are heavily inspired by Japanese, uh, you know, pop culture uh, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the proper word to talk about or, or sometimes to say. they just take place in Japan and you know they've got just a lot of influences Japanese mm -hmm. yes yes influences. yes yep uh so I'm going to very quickly uh while we get the show rolling and running and stuff we have blind hostility obviously here which we always appreciate him stopping by but I want to see if we can get a couple more people in on the show hanging out in the chat with us and stuff uh, we have a lot to talk about so if we could get, you know, a few more people, I think that it would make it even funner, uh, funnier, funnier, all those things. So I'm going to drop a couple links real quick, if you don't mind, Holly. Uh, if while I'm doing that, if you could maybe touch up on the news that recently happened. We have some Nintendo news. Yeah, so we haven't actually done a news section in a long time, it feels like. Um, we just nixed that section, I guess. But I felt like there were a couple things that happened this week that were of interest so of course I nintendo agree. as they're going as they promised they're going to be adding new nes games to the nes on you know nintendo switch online service um every month so it's the beginning of october so therefore we have three new games uh mm. that have been added to the service and those are nes open tournament golf solomon's key and super dodgeball and i'm curious matt if there's any of these that you are familiar with because i'm not familiar with them yeah super much. super dodgeball i am i am actually pretty familiar with i remember playing that when i was younger uh quite often actually so like i was pretty excited to see that one i would love to play it um online a little bit which i haven't actually done i have not played any of these nes games online like i have been wanting to have you tested the online at all it looks like it works good from stuff that i've seen I tested it a little bit when it first came out. There was a big lag problem, probably because my internet is not the best. It's probably, but it's probably you know it's it's all Nintendo's fault. That's not your fault. It's, it's Nintendo's fault. Yeah, I mean Splatoon works fine on my internet connection, and I'm like that seems like a lot more demanding than a bunch of old '80s games <laughs> on the NES. So. Me, me, and 
no, me, me and Blind Hostility want you to take that back. Old 80s games? Just kidding. I agree, I agree <laughs> with you. Um, I would imagine it's they probably not too demanding. That demanding. Yes, I agree. I agree with yeah. you. Still drop um, in. Oh, oh, I wanted to talk about, you said easy mode or easy version of The Legend of Zelda. I disagree with this. Okay. So, did you already talk about it? Yeah, a bunch of items and stuff at the beginning of the game doesn't make it any easier. It's not that it doesn't make it any easier. I agree that it's an easier version, but I don't think that's the reason why it exists. I feel like this is like one of those times where I, I don't know if this ever happened, and maybe not. But like, have you ever like been playing like a friend's game, either on their console or or they let you borrow their their cartridge or something, and you turn it on, and when you turn it on, they have a save file. And it's like, oh, I'm going to go jump into their save file and see what's going on. It's like you're jumping into somebody who is like a master at Zelda save file. And then you just get it like run around and wreak havoc on everything. It's like <laughs> in a lot of ways, it, it reminds me of like Breath of the Wild, a which I know sounds. OP. Yeah, it's just it's I, I know what you mean by easy version. I get what you're saying, but I don't personally feel that's the reason for it to exist is that it needs to be an easy version. I feel like it's like. This is one of those things that, like, hey, do you like having fun in video games? It's like, yeah, I like having fun in video games. It's like, okay, cool. We're going to give you this thing that's just going to allow you to have more fun while you play video games. And that's – I think that's really cool personally. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it also. I haven't looked into it. So from what I understand, it just gives you a lot of items to start out with. It gives you, like, the most powerful sword or maybe the second – to most powerful sword right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Does it give you any heart, con any additional heart containers that you're aware of? Uh, I can't remember how many you start with in the original one. I didn't check it. Uh, Just three, I think. Oh, then it gives the, you as is typical. three more. I think three more, I it, think. Okay, I haven't I haven't heard about that yet. But. I think it gives you six. I think six is the correct answer. Uh, six <laughs> is my final answer. Six is my final answer. Uh, uh not bad. That's probably where I would suffer the most is, like, even with all those items, like, <laughs> when the enemies hit you, it still does quite a bit, and you don't have a lot of hearts to begin with, so. Yep. Still yeah, I can't wait to damage. try it out. I haven't done so myself yet. Oh, we just got, so we have a Discord now. Uh, let's go ahead and jump into that real quick. I think that's all that we want to talk about for the news, right? Is there anything else that we wanted to speak on? Well, have you heard about, um, I think it's called Fitness Boxing? I have Nintendo. no idea. No, I do not know what this is. What is this? What is Nintendo going to so, force me to buy and do now? <laughs> so there's this fitness game because, you know, the Switch has to have its own kind of version of Wii Fit. Um, it's called Fitness Boxing. I don't know who it's developed by. Maybe maybe it is developed by Nintendo, but I know Nintendo is publishing it. Is it? So you get these trainers. There's like a huge variety of trainers yeah. that you can choose from in this game and they will kind of lead you along uh in throwing punches with your joy con to the rhythm of music and and they'll try to get you active and, and whatnot stop and trying just randomly stop trying to make me healthy nintendo stop it <laughs> i don't want to be healthy and you can't make you, me be, be soft it. yeah i want to be soft okay i don't want to be i don't want to be healthy that's not exciting who wants to do okay so um i just okay so Yes, that looks interesting. I'm not too excited for it. I don't. I don't plan on buying it. I don't think. I don't know. It depends. We don't know much about it yet. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's random and interesting that that was announced. It's a Nintendo thing for them quietly. to do, right? Like that just feels like very Nintendo. Like they don't have any uh, press or publicity about it, and then they're just going to drop it, and that's it. That's all. Oh well. Okay. 
Sounds good. Comes in January, I believe. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, New Year's. Re- oh yeah, I did see the tweet about the New Year's resolution or whatever. Get a jump start on your your goals for two, 2019 or something like. Yeah, making me feel bad already. It's like, come on, Nintendo. I haven't even had my Christmas dinner yet. Relax. <laughs> Stop being that judgmental parent. We haven't even we haven't eaten our Halloween candy. Like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so a couple quick uh, production notes. I don't know if you guys can hear any white noise coming through. The reason why you might be hearing some white noise is because I have my, uh, my what's it called, my uh, baby monitor set up through my mixing board, through my computer, so that I can hear if my uh, daughter wakes up. I have, I have many, many children, an army of children, if you will, and one <laughs> of them left to go to New York with my wife, and they're flying home right now. So uh, my, my, my wife and my oldest daughter are not in the house right now. My two next in line, my five-year-old and my three-year-old, yeah, there's more, don't even worry about it. <laughs> They are actually going to spend the night at a friend's house. Oh, my gosh. My wife is here right now in the chat. They are watching it on the plane. Hello, my wife and daughter. I'm so excited. You have no idea. I was just explaining why you might hear white noise and if you do or don't. And also, there's a small chance. uh, There's a small chance that I may have to, like, quickly, like, throw my headphones down and, like, run out the door. Because if my daughter starts crying, I'll need to go take care of her, obviously. In which case, Holly will have to then man the entire show all by herself. So that's just a really Ooh. quick. That's just a really quick production note. Holly, do you know what my wife and daughter went to go see in New York? Uh, some awesome musical, maybe. Isn't not that what people mus- go there for. It, well, yes, very true. But it's not a musical. It was actually Harry Potter, uh, the Cursed Child, live on Broadway. Are you a Harry Potter fan? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I thought maybe you would be. Most people are. So I, I wasn't. I'm not assuming nothing. But uh, they really enjoyed it. They loved it. They also saw a musical parody called Puff, which is like making fun of like Hufflepuffs or something like that. Uh, my daughter Lillian just said hi, Daddy. It's Lily. Hi, Lily. I can't believe you are flying in an airplane right now, and you are watching the podcast in which I'm doing while you're not at home. This is weird. This is really surreal right now. Okay, let's continue. <laughs> let's continue with the show. Otherwise, I'll just the spend the joy of modern technology. It really, really is. Actually, it's crazy. So let's get into recent swag. Um, recent swag is a segment that we have here where we talk about new things, usually physical purchases of some kind. We want to talk about the exciting things that you're able to actually go to the store and buy or order and have it in your in your collection. Digital collections are cool. Physical collection much cooler. So uh, Holly, did you get anything new for recent swag this week? Well, last week I implied that I had a package coming, and it came right on time. Awesome. And I can finally reveal what it is bum, bum, bum. to the general public. What is it? It is Undertale Physical Edition. Oh, oh from Limited it's Run Undertale. Games? Is that what it is? No, it's just a general release, I believe, okay, of the cool. game. There's a lot of indie games that, you know, they'll just show up on store shelves. Like, uh, I see Cave Story, like, all over the place, just sitting yeah. on the shelves at walmart i've thought about buying that one before just because even though i don't think i i, I don't care about uh cave tale or cave world or whatever it's called all that much uh, i think it looks cool but it's just nothing that i've ever wanted to like spend a lot of time with for some reason but i've always wanted to own it in my collection because there's there's thousands of different variations of it like 3ds ds switch <laughs> i'm pretty yeah. sure there's a wii u there's probably a wii there's probably an nes version or something like that like i would love to like have a collection of all the cave story uh versions of it i think that'd be kind of cool um, but anyways, yeah, the uh, the physical edition on Switch, like even though it's not like a limited edition thing or anything, um, it always, I believe, comes with a little soundtrack 
a little disc with some music on it and a keychain or two mm -hmm. and maybe one other thing that i can't oh yeah just like a classic style booklet very like cool, instruction cool. booklet so it is a pretty cool piece of swag to get now have you played have, have you played uh undertale before no are you no planning spoilers, please are you planning on playing undertale I was planning on playing it like all week, but I just could not find the time. It was a very busy week. So I'm going to start it as soon as I can. It's tough though. I mean, the world ends with you just came out and obviously that's going to be taking up a lot of my attention, but yeah, yeah. You know, um, you do your best to play the games you can. Yes, for sure. I, I, I've heard nothing but good things about Undertale. That's why I'm interested in it because it's, it's supposed to be a really funny uh, throwback RPG and stuff like that. So I don't know. I, if you enjoy it, I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on it. Um, my recent swag, I got a lot of stuff. I got 50 NES games because there was a store that was going out of business and I got them for a good price. Many of these games I'm planning on selling. I'm going to tell you right now that if you're interested in getting some NES games that are semi-rare, uncommon games, let me know if there's a game that you're looking for. If not, go and check my eBay store out. I know this sounds like I'm a shrill and just like a scalper right now. I'm really not, I promise. But like some of these games, I'm never going to, I have no need for them. So I'm going to sell them and hopefully uh, continually put money in my pocket so that my wife is happy with me. Hi, honey. Um, and then also because I want to buy games. I want to buy new games, obviously. So I was able to get some of these games at a good price. So I, I'm selling them. You can find me on eBay at WeDSGuy, W-I-I-D-E-D-S-Guy. I made it a long time ago. Please don't judge me right now, okay? It's, you know, we all have bad usernames at some point in our life, okay? Um, so I got that. A couple of them I'm going to keep. A well, couple which ones are you keeping? That's uh, what we want to know about. Well, I got Mega Man 5, which is a rare game for the NES. Uh, I'm excited wow. to have that one in my collection. I also got a I've game. I've never even heard of it. Mega Man 5? Yeah. Not that. I mean, I'm sure they're all numbered. And what is this Mega Man? And everything. What is Mega so Man? So I figured, but I didn't, I didn't realize it was on the NES. Yeah, Mega Man and 1, I don't 2, know 3, 4, 5, 6. Was it up to Are blind you, hostility? Help me out. Blind six is up to on the NES, and then seven was on uh, the PlayStation. Eight was on the PlayStation. Nine was on the play, uh, PlayStation, I think, and then uh, ten was on or nine was on. My, my, sorry, nine was on WiiWare, and ten was <laughs> on Wii, WiiWare. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited. I, I think that it's gonna be a lot of fun. And then there's also another rare one that I got called uh, All Star Softball. I don't know much about this game. I just know that it's rare because it was like a low production run or something like that. So I want to look into it and learn some things about it. But I got one other really cool thing that I need to like show off because it's really, really cool. I don't know if you can you see. You keep what... flashing it yeah. into, into view and I'm like, I want to see what it is. Hey, what's up, Bracken? Just showed up in the chat. Thank you so much for joining us this evening. We're talking about Nintendo stuff. Hey. Bracken is a friend that I know from uh, another world. But uh, this thing right here. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to show it off. This is Mario Brothers Game & Watch. What? Yes. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm really excited to have this. It it's it's not it doesn't work right now. I think I need to change the battery. This is from 1983, and uh, this is an original one back in the day, not Japanese, obviously the American one when it came over and everything. But I just think this is so cool. I, I it has a Mario side and a Luigi side. I don't know much about how the game is gonna play. Uh, there's two others there that I might be purchasing as well. So next week, keep an eye out because I might have even more. Uh, game and watch game stuff to show off for the recent swag but this is just a star in my collection that i just i'm gonna hang hang up there everyone can see it i'm excited to have it i think it's really cool um that's it for my recent swag i believe 
You know, this whole sec, this yeah, whole good stuff on both sides. <laughs> this whole this whole uh, section was started a long time ago because we wanted to just like, like uh, what's it called, brag about our pickups and stuff like that. Well, it was me. It was only me that wanted to brag for the most part. But I think <laughs> I don't know. I just I love it's being able it. to. Do you remember that uh, Blind Hostility, who's in the chat, um, was the one who named it? We have like a little kind of contest of sorts yeah. to name the new section where we talked about stuff. And Blind Hostility won with his suggestion of recent swag yeah, we just, for the name. We loved it. We thought it was a perfect name. I think it's. I think it stood the test of time, too. I don't, I don't feel like we need a change. So obviously, it's done a good job. All right. So let's go ahead and get into what we've been playing. This is a section where we're going to talk about some games that we have recently been playing, either things that we have purchased or back catalog type things. Whatever the case may be, it's just things that we have been playing recently. Before we get into that, I have a question that I'd like to ask the chat. Hey, chat, how are you doing? Um, what questions, this is, this is like weirdly phrased, what questions do you have about Mario Party if you have any questions about Mario Party? I've, I've talked Super to Mario Party specifically. Uh, Super Mario Party, yes, Super Mario Party. <laughs> so I, I personally am not really enticed by Super Mario Party. For some reason, it just doesn't look all that fun, and it looks really slow. It just—I don't know what it is about it, but I'm not that, all that interested in it. But if there's anybody in the in the chat that has questions about Super Mario Party because it is kind of a divisive game, at least it seems that way on the internet. Um, let us know, and we can throw those out onto Holly, who has played a lot of the game or a decent amount of the game, and can give us some feedback on it. Is that that makes sense? We all we all un, in agreement here. Makes sense to me. All right. Blind. This is out of context, but blind hostility does give us a little thumbs up emoji, so we'll take it. Yes, thank you, blind hostility. We thank you. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about what we've been playing now. If you if you if that sounds like a good time, so Holly, because you have been playing uh super mario party let's talk about it give me give us some info what should should i go out and buy this game <laughs> i would say yes blind hostility actually already has a question why are you hating on the game matt a very pertinent question um i think and i i wish my daughter uh if she's still watching you know obviously pay attention to the to this guy but if you're still watching um are you interested in this game lillian are you interested in Super Mario Party? I want to know what my daughter's take on this is because I doubt my wife, Bridget, are you interested in Super Mario Party? Do you want to play some Mario Party with me? Maybe she will. I don't Make know. Family. Maybe family Gentis, Gentis and his wife play uh, Mario Party games, I, I think. Mm -hmm. So maybe she does and she just hasn't told me. Uh, if you do want to play this game, let me know. But Lillian, is this a game that you have seen and are interested in? I'm interested in your thoughts on it because to me the game looks really slow, monotonous, and just not a lot of fun. I don't. I don't know why I feel this way. Nothing. No. None of the trailers have, have excited me. I guess so. Uh, Holly, what are some things that I may be misunderstanding? Why? Why should I be excited for Super Mario Party? Um. Okay. Well, for one thing, the monot the idea that it's monotonous. Like, uh, unfortunately, that is false. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Lily's question. Can I have it? <laughs> Do you want it? I'm asking if you I think want that's it. Like, yes, I'm going to tell you why it's awesome. Okay. Uh, there's tons of modes. Like I was just like blown away when modes? I first started the game. Like tons of like very different modes that uh, you can try out. Um, okay. And I've tried to 
I've tried as many as I can, including Toad's Rec Room, in case you're curious about uh, how I, I feel about that. I don't even know all these all these modes. See, that's the other thing is like I feel like well, for what, what for whatever reason I just haven't spent enough time like researching this game because it didn't catch my interest very much. So explain what is what is Toad's recreational room? Is that where he gets recreational? Well, it's that mode where you can kind of combine two switches in handheld mode uh, and play, like, for example, that little tank game where you can kind of create your own map by uh, by kind of pairing the two when they're in kind of tablet mode. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, but you need to have two one of, of them. The game, so, I don't have uh, two yeah. switches. Um, Does Lily okay, need though, a switch, because, too? Uh, this has been... Uh-huh. Does Lily need a switch too if I get this game? Like do I need to buy two, another switch and honey, we got to buy uh, uh, Bridget, we need to buy a switch. I guess that's what <laughs> I'm being told. Oh great, I shouldn't have started with that. Um <laughs> it was actually so far it's the weakest mode that I've tried just okay. because like everyone gathered around like these tiny little screens cuz you know, they're somewhat tiny when you've got like four people playing yeah. together. My wife <laughs> my wife does not want to play it, she said. She's not interested, it turns out. <laughs> I thought I'd find I thought I'd ask. Uh, listen to your daughter on this on this one, I think. <laughs> how, anyway, there's other modes though. How many so there's boards regular there? party mode. Oh, unfortunately it does kinda lack in that area mm-hmm. in regular party mode, which is which everybody is familiar with. I think there are like three or four boards open at the beginning. Okay. And you unlock one or two more. I can't are remember. Are they all diverse? Numbers. Are they all different enough that you feel like you're playing a different board each time, or do they start to feel very samey? Well, that's the thing. Because I've tried to sample as many modes as I can, like, I can't really speak for that because I've only tried, like, one map in each mode. Okay. And some modes don't even have maps. So there's this really interesting mode that Nintendo hasn't um, promoted a whole lot where you're just going in and playing these really fast-paced, uh, rhythmic mini games just one after the other um and you're just basically shaking the controller and if you want to get way into it you can stand up and and do all the poses and things like that Mm um oh you know lily says she loves toad (laughs) funny enough like you can't play as toad or toadette in this game they're like the hosts lily says i don't know if that's a deal breaker there lily says that she has told me a million times that she does want it i don't remember her telling me a million times okay I don't know if I remember that. It's my birthday coming up, though. Like, Lily, you could buy this for my birthday, and then we could play it together. <laughs> right? That's how it works. Um, Normally, people would do that. Like, the person buying it comes up with that idea because they want to play it, if that makes yeah, any sense. I don't want to play. See, I'm not. So this I'm is like not... a weird reverse thing. Lily, we're waiting for Munchkin to come out. That's the thing. Hey, Kodai, how are you doing? Thank you so much for joining us. We've had some fun already. We're talking about Mario Party. Do you have Mario Party? Do you want to buy Mario Party? Do you want to play Mario Party? Let us know your thoughts and opinions in the chat. Um, closing thoughts about Mario Party so we don't spend the entire evening talking about it. Is there one final point of selling that you want to you want to put out here? Hey, Major, oh, Major Maxim just showed up. A uh, friend of ours from Twitter uh, and just an all-around great dude. Matt Hawley made it better late than ever. Yes, thank you so much for showing up. It doesn't matter when you show up as long as you show up, obviously. Um, what are you up to? Are you playing any video games while you're listening to this podcast thing? Uh, we've been talking about Mario Party. Um, 
uh, Major Maxim, he's somebody that buys uh, a good hefty amount of games. He's, he's a gamer. He enjoys the, uh, the enthusiast aspect of it. Are you buying Super Mario Party? Have you tried Super Mario Party? Do you want Super Mario Party? Please let us know your thoughts and opinions in the chat if you could. Um, but once again, Holly, one final sales pitch, Super Mario Party. Why do I need to buy this for my daughter? Um, river rafting. Okay. So the river rafting mode, which Nintendo Treehouse demoed, I rem- yeah, and it sold remember. me just watching this gameplay. Okay. Sold me on the game. It's actually a cooperative mode where you're working together to row with motion controls, and I think it's fun. I mean, if you hate motion controls like so many people seem to, then well, that's your problem because river rafting is awesome. You have to cooperate. It's ideal to have four people. And you have to cooperate to row down this river and you try to hit balloons so that you can play mini games together. Like you're playing cooperative mini games okay. and you're adding time to the clock to see if you can make it down to the very end of your river tour. Hmm. And it is just oodles of fun. Like I, it was the first mode that I tried at a, at a game night, at a big game night that I had. And I, it was a hit. It was a huge hit. We just loved it. It sounds interesting. It sounds very interesting. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to look into it. We'll have to. We'll, we'll talk more about it. I'm sure in the future, especially if it's a game that gets a lot of play from you. We may be talking about it again in a what we what we have been playing because it would be what you had been playing. So, uh, I'll talk very briefly about a couple of games that I have been playing uh, since my wife and daughter are gone, and my five year old goes to school. I am left at home with my three-year-old and my baby, and both of them are pretty chill, it turns out. We're just like a chill family that just hangs around the house and, and doesn't, doesn't you know, I, I take care of my chores that I have to take care of. And, uh, oh, Major Maxim said, I did not buy Mario Party uh, to, booked online. Oh, oh, because I think he, he I remember hearing him say something on Twitter. Because the board game experience yes. wasn't online. Yeah, we, me and Holly talked about that briefly off uh, line, or off of uh, the podcast. <laughs> briefly, she thinks that the board game would be a poor idea. Is that correct? To bring online? Yeah, that was, that was kind of my thought. Like, to have the whole board game, it would drag even more than it already does in local play. But here's the thing, the I online like- is still has a huge problem and that's the seemingly anyway the mini game selection seems to be really lacking like i haven't actually tried it myself but uh my friend kelly was trying it at my house at my game day at my game night because you know i had a lot of kids i had a lot of people over mm-hmm. and sorry typing on my phone no it's, wonder it's, it's um, all good. It's so all i had I had a lot of people over, so, you know, we weren't all able to necessarily play at the same time. We were kind of teaming up, but my friend decided to just kind of try the online Mm -hmm. for the first time. And afterwards, she's like, I feel like we were getting, like, the same minigames, like, and there was only a really slim selection. There's, Mm -hmm. like, 80 minigames, 80-plus minigames in this game, and she said that the selection was, like, I think she said like 10 or 12 or something like that. See, but that doesn't what she surprise saw. me. That doesn't even surprise me a little bit because Nintendo does this thing where they take a good idea like Mario Party Online and they hurt it in some way. I do believe that yeah. we should be able to play. We should be able to have Nintendo Fever Podcast Game Night Mario Party Edition where we get you know four people together, me, you, and two of the listeners that show up first, and we play Mario Party board game and stream it. That would be a blast. Awesome. I, I want to do this. But not play 12 mini games and be done in five yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's. I know everyone hates the fact that the board game is missing from online, but even just the mini games. And it could be because they're like oh, older Mario Party games. 
uh, a lot of the mini games you have to unlock. So that could be possible. But oh my gosh, you guys! If you have friends to play with locally, this is like the best Mario Party that's come out since, in my opinion, Mario Party Three on the N sixty four. That was. Like decades ago now. We were going to so. end this conversation about Mario Party about four minutes ago. So we're going to do that now. I'm going to briefly talk about yes. a couple of games. One positive thing. <laughs> I am going to very briefly talk about a couple of games that I've been playing. And uh, I'm only going to speak about them because we, we need to move on and get into our, our subject of the matter of the, of the evening. Uh, but Paladins is a fun game. And it's a free-to-play. It's a team-based uh, first-person shooter where you are, uh, yeah, third or first person shooter, where you're doing different objectives. The main one that you do is where you try to capture a point, and then after you capture a point, you try to get the payload to the uh, ending point, and then when you get it to the ending point, you basically get two points for that. The first person to get the first team to get four points wins the game. You can only get one if you uh, collect the spot, but you don't get the payload to the actual location. Or you can, I think that's the only way you can get a single point, is if you can capture the point before time runs out. There's also a team deathmatch mode as well. There is a lot of fun, different variety in the modes and stuff. The character selection is really nice. Uh, it is free to play, meaning that you can spend money to upgrade your characters and buy new skins and also buy different heroes so that you're able to play with different characters as well. Otherwise, you can only do like a easy base uh, amount of people that are, what's it called, uh, you know, leveled up basically to a certain point, basically. Um, very fun. Very, very fun game, honestly. And uh, I don't know if you have... Any questions about Paladins? Have you tried it yet? It is free to play, Holly. You don't have to pay pay for it or anything. I unfortunately haven't. Okay. Just don't have the time. I also I haven't tried Arena of Valor. Is that the other free yes, one? Yes, that's what I was going to talk about. This game is fun, too. It is also a phone <laughs> game, and it is cross-play, so there is always somebody to play on this game. Like there, it is, Wow. I jump into games instantaneously. And this is Arena of Valor. Arena of Valor, right. which is a... League of Legends type MOBA. It is a multiplayer battle uh, cooperative online, online battle arena. Battle arena. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, all those letters make sense now. Uh, it's yes. cooperative. It is cooperative. You can play cooperatively, or you can play against people. Obviously, you there's okay. one there's one on one mode. There's three on three mode, and there's a five on five mode. Uh, so there's a lot of diff there's a lot of variety to it. I actually. I played a little bit of League of Legends back in the day, but I never got like heavily into it because it was on computer, and I just, I don't know, I just never got into it for whatever reason. Uh, but I really like the gameplay mechanics of a MOBA. They're really fun. You get your minions that get spawned out, and they're just like these little tiny creatures that basically absorb damage. You let them get close enough to the tower so that they're being attacked, and then you go and attack the tower to take it down. And then you're able to move on to the very ending where you're trying to kill the uh, enemy's base, basically. But it's just a really good uh, repetitional gameplay style that is enjoyable and addictive to the point where you're like, oh, I'm going to do one more match. And then you finish that and you're going to, oh, I'm going to do one more match. Like, it's one of those games where you can just sink time into and not even realize where the time has gone. Did you say you did or you didn't try this game? I didn't try this one either. It's really sad how little time I have now, but yeah, you know, it's understandable. But cool. it's fun. Adult human being. It's also a game that you can play in short bursts if you do like one-on-one -on -one mode. So you may want to try it just because, like I said, it's free to play, and it may be something you're really into, and it, it can be something that you'd want to spend more time with. But you don't have to put in any commitment to find out if you like it or not. The reason why Paladins, uh, Major Maxim actually said Paladins is very good. I completely agree. Uh, so Paladins and Arena of Valor are both cross-platform games, just like Fortnite, just like uh, 
what else is it? Oh, do or Diablo three, which is coming out soon. That's going to be cross platform as well. Like these games that are cross platform. Minecraft, Rocket League. Oh, yeah, a lot of them. Uh, Rocket League was the other one that I was thinking of actually. This is so good for the Switch because the Switch, while it does have a decent amount of people that play games on it and stuff, when you are able to grab like a sample of Xbox and PC players and eventually P- PS4 players, maybe like you don't need to worry about your own system being able to sustain an online game. You can have you can be playing it no matter what. I mean, Arena of Valor is a game that is actually playing against people who are on the phone. So like, there's so many people playing this game. There's always a match to play, which is going to feed into my next thing, which is Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Fighter Z, which is the other game I wanted to very quickly talk about. Is that crossplay also? It is not crossplay, and that's what I wanted Ooh. to bring up. Is that as of right now, I don't want to say that it's dying already, which would be horrible to see happen. But every time I log in to the auto lobby, it is it gets less and less every time. Like you can hold sixty five uh. people in this lobby, and obviously there could be other lobbies because it only. I don't know how to get to the mode anymore. I used to be able to select where I wanted to fight from, which would then allow me to see like how many people are in each one of these lobbies. It doesn't give me that option anymore. It logs me into a single lobby instead. So it is very rarely ever at 50 people in this lobby. I don't know what's up with that. I don't know why that's, that's, that is the case. I don't know if it is not selling well. I really don't want that to be the case. I do know that I'm horrible at the game, so I don't even like playing it online, so it doesn't <laughs> even matter. I've been playing the story mode and arcade mode a ton more. It is so fun. Major Maxim as well just said Dragon Ball. Yeah, because it's a really, really good game. Um, but that's all I have to talk about for my games. If you don't have any questions, we can move on. Uh, what about you guys in the chat? What games have you been playing? I'd love to hear if there's something exciting that you've been playing. Well, really quick, Blind Hostility says voice chat for Paladins or Arena of Valor. So we just opened up our official Discord server. Um, you can check out Twitter, our Twitter account, at Nintendo Fever for the link to that. Um, so if anyone in the chat has some real strong opinions about whether we should open up a specific um, voice chat channel in our Discord the link for Paladins. in the chat just now. So it's either okay. on this side of you or on this side of us. I don't know where it's at. But uh, we uh, there is you can click on that that thing and it'll take you to our Discord and you can join us there because we will be doing game nights and you will need to be a part of that voice chat because I don't know if Nintendo learned how to do voice chat but I I, I think we can figure it out before they can. Discord's got it down. Yes, they do. So, so yeah, definitely join the Discord and let us know let us know like what types of channels that you do want to see text or voice. So game specific stuff. And uh, we'll think about adding them. Sorry, blind hostility. He still doesn't have a switch back yet. Uh, I feel like this is, I feel like this is a painful podcast for you. All we're doing is talking about Nintendo switch stuff. Um, Let's go back to a Wii U game and uh, yeah. play some multiplayer on Wii U. I don't even know where my Wii U is. It's gone. It's a lost. I don't even know. Where's my blind hostility, blind hostility. If you want to play something on Wii U while you're waiting for your switch, I will do that. We'll voice chat. You're far too nice, Holly. Let's do it. We're the Monster cynical. Hunter. Monster Hunter. <laughs> uh, or 3DS, whatever. What is the 3DS? I don't even know what you're talking about now. None of these things exist anymore. Okay, so let's go ahead and get into our feature. We're going to be talking about Japan. Yes, the place that we all want to be at, visit, and live, and do crazy stuff at and stuff. <laughs> Japan. 
So many games take place in Japan or have a strong Japanese influence. So, so many games. Uh, So we're going to talk about some of those games. If you guys can think about some of the games in the chat, let us know which ones either have a huge Japanese influence or take place in Japan. We're going to be talking about some, but we'll get into that very, very quickly. But why do you think, Holly, so many things take inspiration from Japanese culture or just Japan in general? Why, Why do you think that is? Well, I'm not entirely sure. The way I see it, though, I feel like people outside of Japan are really fascinated by their history. Like, we love samurai, like the Mm -hmm. idea of samurai, and I was about to say ninja, but I think they're uh, fantastical uh, people. I mean, they're all, they're all. (laughs) Sam, uh, what's the other one? Like, there's there's kind of an opposite to samurai. Uh, What is it? I'm not sure. Ninjas were a part of Japanese culture, though. Both uh, samurai and and, uh, ninjas, both of those were real things. Assassins. We'll take know. it. Demons. Demons. <laughs> I don't know. There's... Yeah, Tenchi. That's not real, obviously. But, you know, myths and stuff, Japanese and whatnot, is, um, I don't know, it's really intriguing to us out in the West. And I agree. maybe Japan has some pride about, about that. And uh, there are so many, like, just visually rich things to draw from. I don't know if you knew this, Matt, but um, Breath of the Wild, the visual style, especially of, like, the ancient Sheikah, people like those and that's some interesting visuals right there mm-hmm. they actually um took inspiration from aliens kind of a le- lesser known not aliens <laughs> i'm just kidding a lesser known era of, J- of japanese history mm-hmm. which is to me is really cool because sometimes i think that the same era like uh the warring states period isn't that uh an era of japan that like a lot of things draw from yeah so the, they took kind of a lesser known yeah i mean we we, we take myths we take lore we take uh history all sorts of things from japan and just like love the way that it does different things with it and stuff i think one of the big things about like japan japanese culture is i think from everybody that's outside of japan and it very well could be people in japan too it's hard to know for sure but like on the outside of me me matt in in idaho right now i look outside and i see japan you know, out my window, basically. And I'm just like, man, they look like they just have all the tech. All the tech. Like, they are living in a tech, you know, place that is just unbelievable with all the amount of tech that they have. And that just sounds cool. Like, they, all, everything is very teched out and very cool and stuff like that. So many different things, like Ghost and Shell is something that I immediately think about when it comes to just, like, overdoing, like, the Android and stuff like that. Oh, what's up, Benjamin? I just noticed that he was here as well. Luigi's Dark Moon, finally looking forward to Luigi's Mansion to come out on Switch when 3 comes out. How are you doing? Thank you so much for joining us. We're talking about Japanese culture right now. Um... We, I don't know, that's my personal opinion is why everything gets so heavily influenced is we love the culture, we love the lore, we love the mythology behind Japanese culture, and then it's just like tech. Like, every part of tech has always been teched out in Japan for some reason. I don't know why that is. Uh, Major, they love experimenting with that. Yes, ex- and lot, yeah, exactly. Uh, Major Maxim just said, just beat Fantunk? I don't know how to say that. Uh, what word is that? He, he may have botched it. He's on his phone. Maybe not. I am currently playing RE Revelations 2 Video Kid. Video Kid looks really cool. Pyo, Art of Balance, Dragon Ball, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, a little mm, something, Friends of Four, and just Monster Hunter. Who plays that guy? (laughs) And finish Tomb Raider, man. You are you always playing a good selection of games. I want to hear about Video Kid one of these days. Uh, Video Video Kid just looks like a lot of fun. I see you mouthing something. Are you talking to me? What's or... POI? POI. That I'm was not a... sure what that is. It's it's a Switch game. It was an indie game that came out on it. Uh, it looks like a very fanciful 
um, art style with like muted colors. I'm pretty sure that's the game that I'm thinking of. I don't know. Look it up. It looks interesting. Um, uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and get keep talking about Japan. Obviously, is it your dream place to visit, Holly? Like, like I, I know that for my for instance, me personally, I would love to go to Japan. I want the food. I want the games. I want the Dragon Ball. I want just everything that they have to offer in in so many different ways. Obviously, uh, no fan to rock. I don't know what fan to rock is. Oh, Fanta Rook. Sorry, I, th- I thought I saw C. Uh, Fanta Rook. I'm going to look this game up because I just have to know what this is, if, if it's a Switch game or not. But g- keep going about um, the living in Japan. Is it somewhere that you want to visit, live? Like, what's your opinion on that kind of stuff? Um, I'm not much of a traveler. Like, I don't have a huge desire to travel. Um, I'm a weirdo like that, I guess. But if I were to travel, like, Japan would probably be my top choice just because, you know, I'm kind of a Nintendo fanatic. And, yes, you know, Nintendo... Uh, Nintendo Minute in particular, like they actually did a video where Kit and Krista go to Japan and they kind of chronicled their adventure out in Japan and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, I really wish. And then there's cool stuff that you can come back with, like cool video game art books and uh, other swag. So mm. I want to go buy it. Yeah, when my, my so my wife and daughter were in New York, I told them, oh, you got to go to the Nintendo store, forgetting that they closed the Nintendo store in Japan or in, in New York. So they couldn't go to it they at did? all. Yes, it's closed. They had, they had a big sign, no, no Nintendo, no more. So they were unable oh. to go and check it out, which I thought was so sad because it was me living vicariously through them, obviously. If they make it there, then I get to hear about their experience and not have been there at all. So whatever. But now I know I can never go there regardless, so it doesn't even matter. Um, I want to go visit Japan, like I said, for the food, the culture, just everything about it and stuff. I just think it's absolutely beautiful. Let's talk about a couple of games that heavily inspire, are heavily inspired from Japanese culture or something Japanese inspired in some way. Uh, the world ends mm-hmm. with you. The, the entire game centers around that very busy metropolis area that is always shown whenever you hear about like Japan and Tokyo and stuff, the big area in the middle where there's a huge sidewalk and there's all the lights and all the colors and they have the crosswalks. Exactly. It's called Sh man. Do you know what what is it? That's probably Shibuya. I mean, that's that's... probably terrible pronunciation, but (laughs) maybe, but yeah, exactly. Um, the dog statue, uh, 10, four. So the one Oh four and the, the game does not only grab, uh, influences from the fact that it's taking place inside of this very uh, commercialized and known about area in Japan, but also just so many parts of it, right? Like the the pin system that's in it. Like Japanese culture, lots of collectibles, lots of trading, lots of things that people will go to these. The You know, the reason why we have those mystery go- uh, gotchen balls is what they are called in Japan, but the reason why we have those like mystery balls that come out when you put the quarters in and you turn it, and then it shoots out something, and you're like, oh, what I get? And you're like, oh, I got you know the, the, the terrible character that nobody wants. i got to play more so I can get the better character that I do want. They are heavily inspired in those kinds of things, obviously. So, like, the pin system, just so many things about it and stuff. I don't know. I loved the look and style of The World Ends With You. Um, it's one For of my sure. favorite ones. To me, yeah, to me, that's, like, one of the big appeals of it is just this gorgeous kind of character art and other art it's very um i mean it it doesn't uh represent reality that well it's very stylized and i like that about it and yeah i mean the game like the culture of tokyo is a huge part of the game like you're watching like trends in certain regions of the city or whatever you're 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 trying to wear clothes of the right brand because they'll do you know they'll give you better buffs and things Uh like that in battle 
Have you? It is a huge aspect. Of you that. bought it, correct? You got it digitally. Oh yeah. So have you put yep. any time into it yet? A teeny bit. I took a huge nap today, <laughs> so I didn't play a ton. But but yeah, I started it. The remixed music is what really got me right off the bat. I was like, this is amazing. Even the title theme has been remixed, um, and it just sounds great. And it's one of that's actually one of my favorite tracks in the game. And so the music caught me, and just the gorgeous graphics. The gameplay, that's a, that's a definitely an interesting thing. Have yeah. you tried it yet? Have you got it I yet? did not get it. I don't know for sure if I'm oh. going to because I'm hearing some some poor things about it. And I would rather stick about with my... About the gameplay. Yeah, about the gameplay. I would rather stick with my, my, my DS version of it that I love and cherish and have a blast playing and not... I don't need... It, it, is, it is not a cheap game, Holly. I am surprised that it is not a $30 game. It is not. It is a $50 game. And I don't know if I want to spend $50 on a game that I may not like all that much. Well, the touch control, so you can play it in handheld mode. And the unfortunate thing is that, I mean, you can't do this in uh, TV mode. And yeah, yeah that's which makes sense. Thing. But in handheld mode, I mean, it plays pretty similarly to uh, the original because, okay. you know, touch yeah. screen controls. Does it look so? Does it how how different does it look though? Knowing that you don't have that second screen, like are you missing? I mean, because I don't know. Like to me, a DS game is so heavily relied on the top and bottom portions of the screen. Now instead of that, you have this stretched out screen, this very you know much wider screen, obviously. But it, are mm -hmm. you missing like the DS feel look to it at all? Um, I would say no. Okay. I think it looks just fine. Um, in fact, it kind of simplifies the gameplay in a way, as far as I can tell. I mean, I've only played like probably just under an hour. I don't okay. know. But um, it kind of simplifies the gameplay. So the original game, to me, that it, that is what was like way too complicated. Like you're trying to swipe on mm -hmm. the touch screen to have Neku, the main character, attack in that way. And then he has a partner character up on the top screen that attacks uh, with button bu presses. Yeah, yeah. And you're trying to coordinate because there are these combos that you can do, but you have to hit the right directions on the D-pad and stuff. But you're trying to swipe too. It was insane, like the amount of multitasking. But when you I ended up lowering it, the difficulty. But when you huh? nail it, it feels so good. When you get good uh, at the combo system, I I I love the combo system. Like I don't. I mean, love I played it, it a good ten hours, and I never came to like it that much I, I just i actually eventually just had my partner character just do what whatever the heck that they yeah, want you can set them to an auto basically um yeah. i i need to put it back in my ds i need to try it again like it's been many many years since i played it we we did a i guess two years ago i it wasn't it our very first game club game or did I we feel like that's true i, yeah. I feel like that was Maybe our it very was zelda. <sighs> no it wasn't zelda actually no because zelda was when bradley came so it was before him. So it had. I think. I think the world ends with you. Remember you. this better than me. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, have a, I have a steel trap for a memory. No. Um. I. I do feel like possibly. Uh. It was our first. We got. We'll, we'll move on and we'll talk more about it. I'm sure as you get more time into it. And who knows? Maybe I'll yeah, buy it. For sure. I don't know. Uh, Starting next week. Okami. Okami is a game that was a PlayStation 2 game, became a Wii game, and then a PS4 game, and an became Xbox an game. Became an everything else game. An Android it's on game. PS3. I have it on PS3. Oh, okay. Well, it's everywhere, and you can buy it everywhere, and you can even get it with the game uh, box with an IGN Switch logo. Now. Yes, it is literally everywhere. <laughs> the IGN logo. I don't know if I if I I've never cared about this game. I've never played it. I've never given much. I, I'm not a, I don't know. There's, there's always been a disconnect, but it is Japanese old school culture to the T. 
from the water yes. paint, from the way that you, you know, the the cal calligraphy. What's it called? Is that what it's called? A calligraphy? Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. uh, yeah. I mean, you're not doing anything fancy. Just circles and lines and. Things. I would. I would be fancy with it. I would try. <laughs> then you would probably lose <laughs> all your battles. But um. <laughs> At least I'd look fancy. Uh, that's pretty much all. Have you seen like the visuals in action or anything yeah, like yeah, that? It's yeah. a gorgeous game. I know the game. I know what this game is. It's obviously way. People love this game. Uh, uh, Benjamin in the chat just said Okami was fun. People love this game. I have nothing against it at all. It's just never been my cup of tea. For some reason, and, you know, judge me if you want, but I like it when my character is a human. I don't know if, like, maybe I'm just, like, really biased towards humans or something like that, but, like, I'm not a big fan when, like, you're an animal or, like, a creature or, like, I don't know, just... I like I like being able to look at my character and knowing they have two arms and two legs and a head <laughs> and a body. Like, uh, do you remember the old Wii game that was where you played as the tarantula and the scorpion? What was that game called? Anybody remember in the chat, please help me. Blind hostility. What was the name of this no game idea. where you played as a spider and a scorpion on the Wii Oh my gosh! Anyways, uh, I, I I have to look this up real quick. Like we're alive or something crazy like that. Anyways, um, that was one of the things that always made me not care about Okami all that much is that I didn't really want to play as a wolf, which sounds weird because I really it's like, like me and movies. I ha I usually hate movies that like star animals that especially when they talk. I'm like it's just so cheesy, but I've come to love a few of them. Zootopia, it's a good game. All all that I, I typed Very in. American game. I I typed in a little off. I typed in Wii Spider Game, and all it does is show me Spider-Man. I don't know why that is. This isn't what I don't want Spider-Man. Spider awesome. Oh, Deadly Creatures! Guess That's what it was called. A spider can. Deadly Creatures was the name of this Deadly game. Creatures. Yes. Okay. I, I, I this game was fun. It was very fun. It really was a lot of fun. But uh, I would have liked to have played as a human at some point in it. Deadly Creatures. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a major maxim got it right. Perfect as always. Uh, Yes. Anyways, let's move on before we go too crazy with this. Uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. You're going to have to talk about this one because I know nothing about it. Oh, yeah. Tokyo Mirage Sessions, oh, which on, is that weird game. Oh, Major Maxim, I agree. That game is awesome. It really is really good, but I feel like I would have enjoyed it more if like, I was a humanoid. It was Deadly Creatures? Yeah, it still? was. Yeah, okay. it was. Uh, I feel like I would have enjoyed it more if I was like a humanoid version of a spider. You know, like I stood on all eight of my legs or no, six of my legs. And then I had two legs up in the air that I was able to like Kung Fu karate. That, you know, that's a weird uh, quirk to have there. Liking video or disliking video games where you play as an animal or creature. <laughs> I feel like it's an odd one. I'm not going to, I'm not going to totally try random, it. Though. I'm not going to defend myself. All right, let's go on to Tokyo Mirage Sessions before we go too far down. Tokyo the, the Mirage hole. Sessions. Obviously, Tokyo Mirage Sessions takes place in Tokyo. Oh, okay. It's a weirdo crossover that nobody saw coming. And, I mean, even it doesn't even really, I guess, match very well with either of the series. I feel like that it uh, is a crossover of, and that is of Shin Megami Tensei and Fire Emblem. So, But it takes place in modern-day Tokyo, of. and it's very bright and colorful, and it's like it revolves around the pop culture uh, you know, the music and the other entertainment of Tokyo and things like that. And yeah, very, very Japanese enough to where Nintendo didn't see the need to uh, dub it in English, which to me at first was all like, oh, okay, this is a little odd. I like dubs, but uh, I really actually got used to the, to the Japanese voices just with the English subs. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, and I just loved it. This is a great one. It takes place in Tokyo, like I say. And then it also takes place in these weird, weird alternate versions of Tokyo locations. But uh, very excellent game that I really hope gets ported to the Switch. It's only come out on one system. Mm. It is like, you know, a Nintendo exclusive. And it came out on the Wii U. So I feel like it could find some additional success seen as how the Wii U was a failure if it came to the Nintendo Switch. She's that is that... one of my top, probably top three games that I want ported to really? the Switch. I don't yeah. know. That game is definitely not Love my it. cup of tea. Uh, I have no yeah. interest or right. desire. It's a JRPG like to the core, but it's got some fantastic battle mechanics that I, that I, I mean, it's very repetitive. You're doing a lot of grinding, but the battle system somehow never gets old. It's very entertaining to watch because it's very performance based. These characters are like singers and actors and and so forth and so it's very flashy very fun might i loved be, it might be something that i try major maxim was that a game that you tried did you ever try tokyo mirage Sessions? um the next game we're gonna talk about is a Slight game tongue twister there that we that i i think is really cool i only played it a handful of times i owned it at one time and then sold it stupidly because for some reason i thought like i'm never gonna beat this like i don't know why i got rid of it and I wish I wouldn't have, obviously, for many reasons. But we all Mira, have games like that. Mira Masa, the Demon Blade. Oh. What a great game! What nice an awesome, what an awesome game! Just stellar visual style with the old school, uh, you know, very uh, uh, water painted, very heavily uh, uh, bolded character design and stuff. Huge weapons and like over oversized bat boss battles, and they were just all like that funky looking Japanese where it's just like very over expressive and stuff. Just an awesome game in so many ways, and heavily inspired by Japanese culture, obviously. Uh, I believe. Yeah, I it believe. It takes place in some some era that I forgot the name of. I mean, I looked it up, so. And that's kind of but interesting. I forgot it now. That's kind of the interesting thing about these things that have strong Japanese influences is they usually take like this piece of like the history that is like legitimate history, like real, real, real things that happened or real, real characters in the world of, of some time period. But then they do like, you know, they, they fantasize it, obviously. It's kind of like what we do with like Davy Jones Locker and like uh, the things that happen with pirates and things like that. Um, American culture, we don't really do that too much, but we definitely do it with like European culture a little bit and stuff like that. Pirates yeah. and, and different things like that. So like, I think, you know, Americans. Greek mythology. Yeah, and Greek Huge. mythology, Roman mythology. Like, I think for, for whatever reasons, maybe American America just isn't quite old enough yet to have our fantasies lived out in a way like that, maybe. I would uh, definitely say that. Yeah, exactly. So it's just cool, you know, and that's what, that's what Miramosa and the Demon Blade is. It is taking this, like, Japanese history and it's making it a myth and using lore from it, which is just really cool, obviously. Did you it's play this game? It's a gorgeous game. Yes. I did. Yeah. Did you ever gorgeous, gorgeous? Woo. Did you ever play this on uh, any of the HD systems? No, I didn't. I keep thinking like maybe they'll port it to the Switch. I don't know. It's not like Okami in that it gets ported to pretty much everything. Hey, Andy, but thank it has you. come to HD systems, has it? Uh, yes, I believe it has. I believe it came to the PS4. I thought it did. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, what's up, Andy? Thank you so much for stopping by. He says, hey, folks, sorry I'm late. Dropping in quickly as I'm in the middle of moving apartments. Well, you know, keep the apartment where it's at. Don't move it. It would save you a whole lot of time. 
but if you need to move your things from one apartment to another, I can understand that a little bit more. Anyways, thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate it. We are a weekly show. If you did not know about us already, just make sure you show up on time next time. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're happy to have you anytime you want to stop by. We are talking about Japanese culture inside of video games right now. That is what we are doing. We just talked about Miramosa and the Demon Blade, but we're going to move on to a game that I love and adore and a game that I, uh, I, I, I have nothing but praise for. It's the game that sold me on Pokemon. It is gold and silver, and it is definitely heavily influenced. Influenced. Influxed. (laughs) It's definitely influxed by Japanese culture. Totally. Absolutely, totally. Oh, my goodness. Holly, save me. Why is Pokemon Gold and Silver such a good Japanese-inspired game? Well, for what, uh, it's probably the most Japanese-inspired of all the Pokemon games. I'd Each agree. one kind of takes place in a region that is inspired by some real-life, you know, country or culture. Um, and this is the one, I think, Kanto, that's like a real Japanese place, I believe. It's a Japanese but it word. Wasn't, yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but Kanto wasn't, the Kanto region, which was, you know, Gen 1, it wasn't, necessarily like super japanese so gen Mm. 2 is where they really made it japanese you got the uh, what's it called the tower that the tower is always like the big thing yeah i i I don't know i I can't architecture architecture yes and even the tower even the two uh pokemon the two legendary pokemon that were in it were inspired by the japanese architecture um, of these buildings and what they were called. I know, I don't know why I can't say that word. It's, it will not come out of my <laughs> mouth correctly. I apologize. But like, it is interesting what you just said about how all the, all the uh, Pokemon games are Japanese, both in the way that it's created and the way that they're even presented for the most part. But they are like this modernization where it's almost Americanized Japanese, which is something we see happen often in a lot of Japanese uh, media. They, they make it Americanized in some sort of sense so that they can be sold to an American market sometimes. Other Also, the same way we fantasize about Japanese culture, they, they love American culture. The same reason why they love Blue Jeans by Wrangler and all this other crazy stuff that they, they enjoy and stuff. But like it is, but Gen 2 with gold and silver is the most Japanese stylistic out of all of them by far. I mean, maybe... I'm Sprout tr- Tower. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Um, Which is very, very interesting. I don't know what you guys think about this as well. What is your favorite Pokemon game? Do you agree, disagree with what we're saying when it comes to Gen 2? Was Gen 2 the most Japanese of all of the Pokemon games? Or am I just talking madness, as I I often do, as I often do? I'm the one who added it to the list on the notes, so... uh, It's your fault. Come at me. (laughs) <laughs> I love ever since Holly went back to college she's just become like a straight savage just like very cynical about the world and stuff she's just I can take on anything no one can stop me <laughs> I love it I absolutely love it um so yes that Thank is that, that, that is our talk about uh Japanese video games but I want to talk a little bit more about a couple things we are actually running out of time we are we are at we are at time basically for the show this took up... Uh, we never like, do that. I know. We What's never, wrong with us? There's no rambling. <laughs> there's no... Uh, sarcastic. Side conversations that happened. It's all just like straight to the point of what it was supposed we to are, be. We are, yeah. Um, Laser focused. So be, before we go, I want to hear if anyone in the chat agrees, disagrees about Pokemon. So we're going to stick around a little while longer, obviously. But then also, um, not just games, but movies and TV shows are off, also sometimes heavily inspired. You've never seen any of the Matrix movies, correct? I saw the first one. You saw the first Matrix movie? Okay, I wasn't sure. I did. Um, 
so those are heavily Japanese inspired, and I love them. And then there's something even better than the Matrix movies. There was the Animatrix. Did you ever hear about the Animatrix? Oh, so nope. the Animatrix was six short films, all taken on by a different Japanese director. And then each oh. one of them was made into a short story inside the world of the Matrix. But, like, there's some really cool ones. There's some really, really super stylized ones. There's It's just a super interesting compilation of, of movies and stuff like that. Benjamin says, go Brewers. Oh, that's who was on the Discord. It's Benjamin. Benjamin, your name is very misleading on our Discord server because I thought you were somebody else. I thought you were somebody else that I knew from Twitter. But it turns out you are the other person that I know from Twitter. And uh, Holly knows you on Twitter as well. You remember Benjamin? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's who that's who that person was in, in Discord. We were having this whole conversation. We're like, I don't know. Maybe it's a spy. Just kidding. We never, I know. I'm we like, never said that. Matt, I know we're supposed to go live in two minutes, but. Who is this? Who just who just got into the Discord? I don't know who this is. She instantly, but I do now. <laughs> instantly she gets. I love knowledge. <laughs> she gets, she, yeah, instantly she gets, she's just terrified. She's like, I only open this Discord thing up to people I know. We can't, it can't be like everyone public. It can only be like, At I know. <laughs> it's great. It, we, it's uh, public now. It's but, public. Um, it's public. It's out there. All right, guys. Um, I think that's going to do it. Everybody who did. Yeah. So yeah. let me drop a link real quick. I'll put it in the description as well. So if you're watching this after the fact and you can't see the chat anymore, down there in the description, you will be able to uh, see the uh, link to get you to the Discord. Inside the Discord, we're going to have all sorts of fun. All sorts of crazy stuff's going to happen for sure. Honestly, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I'm somebody who is new to Discord. I don't fully understand it. And I don't even understand what it is. I don't know. What? What? Never mind. It's too it's too late to educate an old man. But uh, I'll enjoy it for what it is and what it's worth. So until next time, we'll talk to you more later. Join our Discord. I'll drop a link in there. Um, Holly, where can people find you if they want to find you on the Internet? Which I feel like every time we do a show, you instantly change uh, your stance on social media. Because, oh, I just dropped the link inside the Discord for the Discord. That makes no sense at all. There you go. <laughs> There it is now. Here you guys go. <laughs> now that you're in our Discord server, yeah. come back to it repeatedly. It's going to be an endless loop. Anyways, where can people find you, Holly? <laughs> um, Twitter is a good way. Right now, Discord is the best way. I'm taking a little break from social media, but on Twitter, you can fo- or you can DM me. I'll, I will get DMs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm at Lil Red Koopa. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, Discord is now a very excellent way to get in touch with me. So, very cool, very cool. Uh, I you can find me on Twitter as well. My favorite way to to talk to people, honestly, it really is uh, at only Matt Desmond. And I will uh, right now. There's a picture of a Titans player or Titans logo on. I don't know why I keep doing this for the profile picture, but uh, there's a Titans uh, uh, logo on there because I'm a huge Titans fans. Go Titans! They're gonna win on Sunday. Don't tell me otherwise. I believe. Uh, are they playing the Brewers? Is that the no, big thing? No, no, no. They're playing the. Uh, I don't even know Ravens. what Brewers. Brewers is baseball, to. right, Benjamin? Tell me if I'm correct oh, or wrong. Okay. I believe Brewers is baseball. Wow, we are look. We look really nerdy right now. Like, what sports ball <laughs> is the Brewers play for? <laughs> Which one of them? I don't know, but it, they have to be big and, right. and muscular to play it. I bet. <laughs> That's more geeky. Oh, yeah, you. you're right now that I think about it. Yeah, not in the sport. <laughs> talk to my brother okay, so, about uh, that. I'll convince him to get a Twitter, and then you guys can talk about football and basketball and maybe a little bit of baseball to your heart's content. Oh, Brewers are winning right now. The Milwaukee Brewers are playing the Los Angeles Ooh. Dodgers, and they're winning 6-1 to one on the bottom of the seventh inning, which means it is baseball. I was right. Yeah, yeah. 
Baseball. Baseball's Ooh. good. Um, nice. Okay, so you can find us on Twitter. You can also find the show, Nintendo Fever, on Twitter as well. You can find the show here on YouTube, which hopefully one day we do some other fun stuff on the channel besides the podcast, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think that's about all I got to say. Thank you guys for stopping by talking about video games with us. We appreciate it. Like I said, we're a weekly show. We happen every Friday, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, which is an hour from right now when you're watching it, an hour ago, basically. But if you're watching it before that, <laughs> 8, 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, uh, which would be 7 p.m. Central Time and uh, 6 p.m. Oh, no, wait. Two hour, hour ahead. I don't know what I'm saying. Who? 9 what time Central. zone are we looking at? Mountain Standard Time would be 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes. And then mm -hmm. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Eastern. Okay, there you go. That's that's what I was thinking. Okay, so that's it for us. I gotta we gotta run. I gotta stop talking. Otherwise, I'm gonna ramble. Uh, thank you guys for watching. We appreciate it. Keep on playing the video games until your fingers don't work no more. And until next time, goodbye. Arigato for watching. I hope I pronounced that right.